video three it is Now we're rolling the Average Plan MMA podcast. I'm Jason, as always, my co-host, the voice of MMA in Utah, Mr. Zach Partridge. What up, Doc? Dude, why why uh why does a video clip I just noticed that I'm look like I'm totally exhausted? One, which I was, and two, <laughs> I'm getting punched in the face by Tyson. Are you? <laughs> it, it, it it was coming. <laughs> we get goosebumps, Jeff. We do. Yes, that was freaking dope. Hey, who won the bet? That little turd did. He really good. I'm really gonna open the show start, with that. Starting the show off with Jeff. <laughs> oh okay, man. What a freaking hey, what oh. no. Can we no, talk really, about that? Let's yeah, talk about let's, that. Let's, let's just get it out of the way. We'll just get let's it out get of the way. Out. Yeah. Um what did you what did you think of it? What did you think of the fight? The overall thing was, dude, showtime's the way to go. Triller sucks and showtime's the way to go if you're the Paul brothers. Because the heavyweight boxing match was really fun, yeah. I thought. Uh, the girl boxing match was that was great. great. Like yeah. that was good boxing, and uh, dude, the other fights on the card were really fun. Like I like I enjoyed sitting down and watching the entire boxing card. I wasn't like watching it like intently, like a like a UFC card or anything, but like it was on and and I I was watching it, and when I was watching, I was entertained. What did you think of the main event? Tyron Woodley's still afraid to let his hands go. Did you hear him in the corner too? You got to let your hands go. And I'm like, hmm, that's a familiar statement. We've just been listening to that for three years. Yeah. You know, um, you know I'll, I'll say this. I think now you, we, me and you both agreed. The, the bet was that Jake Paul would win probably. But if anybody was getting knocked out, it was Jake Paul. Jake Paul wasn't knocking out Tyron Woodley. Did you really think – do you think there's too much money into that for it to be like – was Woodley going to knock him out? Yes. Was that ever – you think so? You think mm-hmm. You think if that was somebody else with a little more headhunting skills would have taken him out? Well, somebody – oh, who said it? It might have been in the group. I think or it was do you think Dutch. there was some behind-the-scenes behind – the I, I don't. I actually don't with that. I, I, I think the Mayweather-Logan Paul one was – Oh, for sure. Yeah, they definitely um, had an agreement. But uh, I, 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 th- I think they were both out there to try and knock each other out. And I don't. And I think I don't think Jake Paul possesses the power. When people are like the punching power, he doesn't punch. He doesn't have the power to one punch knock out somebody like Tyron Woodley, dude. And let's be honest, 
Tyrone Woodley came in in shape. Ben Askren wasn't in shape when he knocked him no. out. You know no. what I mean? Ben Askren yeah. got tired walking down the ramp. So um I, I I would have I would have to say this though, after I after I watched it. After I just watched somebody, a professional MMA fighter in his pro debut that knew his fight was going to be three rounds, quit on the stool after one round this weekend at the Fierce card. Yep. Um, you can't say Jake Paul's not a, a, a fighter. Because he got, he got punched. He was tired. Momentum, oh, he was gassed. Momentum was shifting to Tyron Woodley. And yeah. I thought Tyron's going to make him quit. And Jake never quit. You know what's a, a he was tired and he had, and, and his technique and everything was going, but dude, he, he he's competitive enough that he won't quit. You know what's crazy about the whole situation is you take a guy like him who's multimillionaire, right? Like oh, popularity yeah. wise. Oh, yeah. And he's still for as hard as he trains to get out there and fight these guys. I, I mean, you got to give him credit, man. See, that's the and like the difference between Logan and Jake for me is is I L- Logan's a one hundred percent sideshow. Yeah, me, right. Yeah, he's willing to do an MMA fight in a cage. He says he even talked with Dana, and Dana's like, "Yeah, Logan's a cool kid, like whatever, you know." And and, and they're, they're this and that, and and Logan's literally in at one hundred percent entertainment value. Like, uh, like remember when Polacosta knocked him out? Yeah. Like I think that was set up. I think he. I I think Paula Costa like that was set up. He's like, hey, this will look really good in the lead up to the fight here. Knock me out. Like yeah. he's willing to do anything for views, right? Yeah, yeah. I think Jake actually believes that he can become a professional fighter and like a legit fighter. I I'd have to I'd have to agree with that. He might be delusional, but like I think he actually believes that. But then he trains like a professional fighter, and he has the money to do That's, that. Yeah, and it, it's it, it, it's interesting, but. Like, who's to say he can't? I, he's doing it. He's doing it. He's doing right? it. And 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 he's he's putting this platform out here for these guys to come over, like a Tyron Woodley or a Ben Askren, and go in there and make more money than they made fighting in the UFC to go fight a freaking YouTuber. Arguably, how about, how about Tommy Fury? Tommy Fury, same thing. Like. Who knew who Tommy Fury was before it started getting floated around that he's a potential matchup for, for Jake Paul? I didn't. I didn't either. And he's good. I didn't even, I didn't even know that Tyson Fury had a little brother. I don't think uh, Jake wants that fight <laughs> with him. He's pretty good. He should take the he should take the rematch with T-Wood probably. But, you know, I mean, T-Wood came in and in shape. Um should that I mean the the quality of boxing um should it be main eventing a pay-per-view card, right? Like that should be like no, but you know, but that but they're the headliners and they're the, the heads, so yeah. they're going That's... to the big thing, and I think it was Dutch that broke this down. He's one hundred percent correct. This is boxing. Tyron Woodley does not have the experience in how to setting yep. up the big Set. knockout punch yep. in boxing. Like yep. this is an MMA where you can like, you know, like like dip down like you're going to shoot and then come up with an uppercut and like clean somebody's clock. Right. Yeah. And you can even see it in T Woods stance. He had like almost like a wide, long stance. And sometimes and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you're not, what are you doing? Trying to shoot, making yeah. him worry that you're going to shoot it. Like, yeah. So there's, and it's just, it's habit, right? He's been doing that for 20 years. I, I, I want to touch totally on- dogging it. No, I, I, 
it wasn't a, uh, I figured it was going to be kind of a circus fight and it kind of was like the, the, the competition level obviously was not there, but I I didn't hate it. Like you said, the the undercard was freaking phenomenal. It was fun. The undercard was fun. The thing, uh, the, uh, the other thing is that I have to bring up there's things that Jake just doesn't understand too. And maybe that's what makes him so marketable and what makes him so popular with non-fighting people and stuff. But too, yeah, you're never going to get the fighting community to take you seriously when you're, you're fighting in fight trunks that have your name, like digitally circling around them. <laughs> it's funny because we were it's like I the was first watching. thing I noticed. I was like, the hell does he have on? <laughs> we were talking about um, last night. We had some people over last night and we were talking about how, MMA like diehard MMA fans need to realize like this this isn't diehard MMA like this is it's celebrity you know it's celebrity boxing basically is what it is like don't go into there thinking that this is going to be a high level main event boxing match because it's it's not like it's just not you need to go in there with like hey this is it's a promotion it's inter- yeah. this is entertainment you know what i mean this isn't pure yeah. martial arts or pure even pure boxing i mean it is boxing but it's, you're not you're not watching Canelo, and whether you paid for it or streamed it, um, you watched. And yeah, people when watched. you watched, guess what? Jake Paul wins. And people are talking. Look at us. We're talking about it. Well, of course we're talking, dude. It was. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. That wasn't the worst. Worst thing I've seen in combat sports on TV this year. The, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't the, bad. The and I was entertained. The, yeah, he, Roman's entertained enough to watch the next Paul show. I mean, and Showtime wow, did a phenomenal so. job. Them, like you said, them moving it to Showtime was, that's the move, man. That was Whoa. the move. He's getting fighters paid. That That's, that's, that's the it key. right there. That's He's the key. Getting, He's bringing more awareness to these guys. You and I talked about it on last week when I came up there about how, you know, everybody's, everybody's complaining about the fighter pay and they want the fighters to be be paid more yet. These guys have this platform, this huge platform. And and you brought up the perfect example of Randy Costa and Adrian Yanez doing their podcast and how together, together, right? After their opponents. That is huge. Like these guys are going to have sponsors lined up to sponsor this podcast. You and I have been doing this for a year and a half and we don't make a t- freaking dime. Not that we're complaining about it because we love doing it, but these guys are using the platform that the UFC is giving them. And it, it's, it's going to be huge for these guys. Like, I think you're starting to, you're starting to see these, this younger generation, this new wave social media generation is coming in. And, and a lot of these diehards, they might not like it, but it's getting these guys paid. I, 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 it's not that I just don't like it. I, I hate the fact that they're complaining about, I hate the fact that people are complaining about fighter pay that aren't willing to do any marketing work themselves or aren't (laughs) willing to use, um, I, and aren't willing to use a, uh, you know, the platform that they've been given, like, dude, use it. I mean, if you want to play the bad guy, play the bad guy. If you want to be yeah. the good guy that everybody loves, be the good guy. Be yourself. Be a different person. I don't care. Use your freaking platform you to it. draw eyeballs. When you draw eyeballs, you become worth more. When you become worth more, you get paid more. You're, you're, 
you're seeing that shift as as if you're a fighter, if you're a professional MMA fighter, you're an entrepreneur. You're building your business. You're building your brand. And and if you don't view yourself as such, yeah, the only person you have to blame is yourself. And it's fine, you know. Which there's some fine. guys that it's it's fine, but you're starting to see that shift now, where guys, the guys that are promoting themselves, the guys that are taking it serious, not to say the other guys aren't, but the guys that are taking their brand serious, they're the ones that are getting paid. What's Connor's? Connor McGregor's the highest paid athlete this year, and he's fought like one time in five years. Yeah, I mean, hello, he, he's using he, his platform. He did it though. He did it. Yep, he did it. Hey. Kai, uh, I look forward to hope. I hope we see you fighting again. That was a really good fight, and you put on a great show. Like, congratulations let's, on your one fifty-five title, bro. Let's get into that. Let's just get into the fierce card first. Yeah, so you're on it. That I mean, what, what a great way to start off the night. That was a that was a fun fight. That that is one of the things that I enjoy about the uh, like the 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 structure of the fierce cards is if that you start with the Ami card first. Yeah. Um, you get some really high level AME fights in nice, quick one title fight. Too bad we didn't get to see Dave DiMaggio and Austin Strill due to COVID. But, you know, we get in real quick, title fight, and it was a really good fight. Like we all know Andrew Dean. Andrew, all the Agama guys, I have to apologize because I called you Will Dean probably seven, eight times on the broadcast. I'm sorry. I like both of you. It's good. But uh, one thing that, uh, it was a really good fight. I thought they both did some things really well. I think Kai Stewart's um, cardio was a huge factor in that fight. And he came yeah. so prepared. And two, I think his experience played into it. I He just seemed, he he seemed 100% ready for that moment. Was oh, really he was ready. Fight. You could see, and, you could and, see and, it. And, yeah, you could see it in his eyes. And yeah. uh, Andrew Dean, I think that's a really good learning experience for him. Dude, man, like, we, you know, you go through it. If your first loss comes in a title fight uh, on that type of stage, like it's all positives as long as you learn and grow from it. And he has a great team around him, and I, I think he will. And, yeah, I think it, I think it's phenomenal. I thought Kai's Kai's wrestling and jujitsu was slick. That that pressure he was putting on with his wrestling and jujitsu. Do that. I, I mean, and, and how impressive is it to do that to an Agima guy who we usually see them? They're the ones they're that kind usually, of win win in yeah. that area so i mean that just speaks to Big. the 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 level that that kai stewart is you, you know like i mean he came off a unanimous decision loss unfortunately um in montana and then turns around in four weeks and comes and gets a win and it's impressive like, that's dude that's that's a stud right there like hey i'm really interested to see um because he kai you mentioned and we're we got to get you on the podcast at some point brother uh he said he wants to see what that 145 strap looks like. You know, uh, Dean's teammate, Zach, is fighting Zach. for the Steel Fist 145 title here in a few weeks. Um, Eli from Syndicate's been up fighting at 145. Uh, Hector Ooh. Lopez from Koa is another good Ooh. one, good 145er. Like, Ooh. there's some really, really good 145ers in the state, too, that, you know, oh, I, I'm not Eli's, sure. Eli's Vegas. Well, yeah, that's true. Eli is Vegas, but I mean, Hey, hey Kai, Hector I want to see him. Hector Hey Kai, that'd be you know, I'm texting Cody right now. Him and Hector. I, I actually like uh you could fight. Just not someone you want back. 
I Dude, love I that. loved it. Hey, I like the he, We actually like reached out. Swagger, we, bro. We were messaging back and forth. He was going to come on, and then he had some other announcements, and and I won't say it, but I'll let him say what he's doing next. But he told me he had some some stuff on the horizon of what he's doing next. I like I like the guy. I I think he's. Fun. I do too. I do too. Um, I, I I I I nothing not to like about him. Next I like up, the confidence. Uh, Next up, we had Drew Harbison and Brandon Hansvik. Dude, you watch out for you better. You guys, if you guys don't know his name, remember that Drew Harbison kid's name. He's a stud, man. He he's another pressure wrestling guy too. What is he? Yeah. Oh, he's one. He's one thirty-five. Brandon uh, Drew ended up getting the rear naked choke pretty quickly in the first round. Um, you know that was one that is just like. It, <sighs> It, it like that that was just gonna that that was a really tough fight for brandon and i knew he knew he was in for a tough fight and yeah and you know brandon's game and, and he talks about it he doesn't just fight just for like wins or money or fame or anything he has a much deeper meaning and which is so respectable and so cool but you know drew's drew's not messing around in there dude and no he's he's a problem I mean, I mean, he's a giant problem at 135. There were so many 130 fights on that card too, and like all I know, of them, it's like, what did we have? Four, three, four, like three yep. for four. And so it's like I four, mean, man. Yeah. So yeah, there's. Hey, Drew Harbinson, like, yeah, what? Oh, watch out, because watch out for him. He's and coming the, to choke somebody near you. Next up again hey. in the 135. What? Okay, go ahead. I I I I just had the epiphany, but go ahead. I was just going to say we had another 135 pound bite fight right after that with Jeremiah Young, who we had on the podcast fighting Thomas Prestridge. And that was a good back and forth fight. I thought that was a really good fight. That um, was so close. I it was, wasn't oh. positive. I wasn't positive if they were going to favor Prestridge's volume output. And like he, I felt like he walked forward more, but Jeremiah did the most damage and like landed the harder, cleaner shots. That's, I mean, watching it cage side, I thought, I thought Jeremiah took the first round and I thought, I thought Thomas's pressure was doing it enough, but Jeremiah was, I thought landing a little bit harder. So it was, dude, it was a super close fight. It was a fun fight. Had the crowd on their feet. Both those guys are great. I actually talked to Jeremiah a little bit after great, great kid. Can't wait to see and what he I Again, I have to apologize because I mixed up Jeremiah and our other guest, Nick Perez. Oh, did you get them mixed up? Yeah, and I thought Jeremiah was the cop, and it was not. well. They're both they're both the extreme couture guys. So yeah, yeah, I mixed them up. My bad. He's he's a fun kid too, though. Roman Lemon. Yeah. Roman <laughs> Oops. Um, next up, big Zach Cavender back in the wind column. Zach, dude. Zach's, Zach had everybody on the edge of the sea a little bit. Dan Dan Trejo was had to wake up Mr. Cavender. He was, he was game, but he was only game for one round, apparently. He was only, and he was like, I'm done. Dude, I didn't get that. I He did it. Okay, and all I can go Still, off is this my own experience, right? Yeah. But, but look when me and Justin left the cage, yeah. right? And then him to say, no, I'm done. I'm exhausted. And he's walking around fine. I'm like. Calling for a rematch. Fighter to fighter. I'm like, you're not exhausted, dude. Like me and Justin were exhausted. That's not exhausted. So I didn't have a clear view. I didn't have a clear view of the shots behind the head. You were, they was right in front of you. What were they pretty bad? Oh, Oh yeah. Dude. 
okay. I hope Zach doesn't mind me sharing this though, but I am sitting there and he's like, yeah, I can fight. And he's like leaning on the cage. I, I can see, you could see his I eyes. can see his eye. Oh yeah. Me too. And I'm like, he's not okay. And like, I'm no. on the broadcast, so I can't say it, but I wanted to be like, Zach, like, it's okay. Just take the DQ and like get a rematch or something. You but could, like, you're not okay. Like he was 100% compromised for sure. It, it but it flipped the switch on because he got more aggressive after that. He did. Oh, he came out hot, and you know, and 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 that's what you know. That's 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 the way that Zach Cavender needs to fight, right? But and he threw a head kick that went over that little fella's head, and then which helped him get a takedown. But then later after that, he measured it a little bit better and landed a really clean head kick. And was when he yeah. was fighting at distance, and then when the guy tries to close the distance, throwing knees and uppercuts. Yeah, yeah his eyes. He yeah, should have taken some more judge time. Who had a good? He, as a judge, like we, were, I'm sitting there, like he was right in front of me. He's like, he yeah, I'm like, like, I'm like, he's like, yeah, I could fight. I'm like, I. Okay, I've sparred with Zach and rolled with him. It's not pleasant, but I'm like. <laughs> I felt like I could take advantage right there, you know? Yeah. No, he, no. but again, dude, it's, it's like for me too. And I can relate to that too. I, I would never feel okay taking a win like that either. Like I'd probably rather get knocked out and take the L than taking a win on a DQ like that. Like it, I, I, it logically, it doesn't make sense, but I 100% yeah. get where Zach's coming from. And I, and, yeah. and I respect it. Like it just, He's like, you know, I, I'm going to keep going. And if I lose because of it, so be it. Like, I'm, I, I'm not going to quit. So here, there's a, here, fi there's a here, fine line there, there's man. A there's a fine, so, as a professional fighter. So time I, out, though. So in my opinion, yeah, if I could see it cage side, you could see it pretty close to cage side. And Dutch could see it from his position as a job. Why yeah. didn't the doctor see it? Why? Good I, question. I, I Very thought, good question. I thought that was kind of the doctor's job was to protect the fighter from themselves, much like it's the ref's job, right? Yeah. He, I mean, no, Sheree and I, I were both like, he's not, I, he should take more time. I, I thought the doctor would be like, dude, he stumbled right after he's like, yeah, I can keep fighting. He walked and kind of stumbled right then. The doctor should have been like, nope, I'm, I'm calling this fight. Sorry. Like, and either call it a no contest or, or DQ and, and run it back. But I, I, I kind of I thought wonder, that was, isn't that the I, doctor's job? I wonder what Keith and Brandon were thinking because they had a good view of, of his eyes too. He I was right, they, they were, were on, they were across on the other side. Like, yeah, dude, but they could see right, he was right in front of me. Like, yeah, I'm looking up at him going, you're not yeah. okay, dog. Like, but I, we love Zach and he's, he's going to fight and he's a fighter's fighter and stuff. But Definitely like, is. like I said, like, like you said, it's a fine line. It's a pro thing. Protect the fighter from themselves. Like the doctor, the doctor should have taken that off of Zach's shoulders and been like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and just make this call. Like, and it was illegal. It, and it, there was no and ifs or buts. 100% illegal shot. So, this was was he allowed to have time to take five minutes like a low blow with that or is that just a hey can you fight if you can't fight it's a dq yeah he said i'm good to go but would he would he have had the same time though with the with the behind the head shots as like a low blow where you get five minutes or no i i, I think so i i, think I, I thought so. he should have taken a little more time too but either way he, he came out with a victory so and that guy wasn't that's another thing like Dude, the kid had a couple minutes to rest in between. In between, like 
Come on. Yeah, see, like, I mean, n- nothing against the kid. I have nothing against him. And if he sees this and wants to come on the podcast and explain where he's coming from. Yeah, 100%. I'm more than welcome to come on the conversation. But I'm just saying, you quit to exhaustion. Like, dude, you, Boom. he, the fighter isn't in charge. Thanks, thanks, Dutch. Thank you, Dutch. Um, that's why we have professionals on here. Um, no, it just, that irks me, dude, when he's like, no, I can't go anymore. But he's walk when he's walking out just fine. Oh, well, um, Dutch says only low blow. Ergel says you get five minutes to recover. So a little disagreement there. I'm going to go with the judge for the athletic commission on this. N- nothing against Ergel, but if I'm going to listen to something, I'm going to listen to the the, the person employed by the athletic commission. But anyways, um, I, I'm just, it, it's, it's really frustrating to me to watch somebody quit like that. When he clearly like, dude, walk he to was. the center, walk to the center of the cage and get knocked out then and take the L like, like in a way that I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, he that didn't even look like, like he was, he didn't, didn't even look, look like, like he was breathing tired. No. So I don't, may, maybe maybe there's more to it. Maybe something else is wrong. It could have been. If, if yeah. he's literally like, nope, I'm just too tired. Like I don't got it anymore. I'm sorry if I'm Zach Cavender. I'm saying if you don't, if all you had is one round in you, I don't, dude. I do not care if it was a short notice fight or what. Yeah. If you are going to step in and call yourself a professional fighter, you should be at least willing to go three rounds. Yeah. I mean. He was not exhausted. Me and Justin McDonald were exhausted after our fight. That you was guys, not exhausted. Yeah. All right. It, 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 it irks me and it frustrates me. And I'm happy that Zach got the W over that. And if I was Zach and his management team, I would not oblige in a rematch no. over somebody that can't answer the bell for the second round. No. It's not like it was the third round or anything. It was one five-minute round, bro. With with a break in, in between. Yeah, you got a decent, yeah, like you said, at least a solid two minutes. It's basically an AMI fight. You basically did almost yeah. two rounds of an AMI fight. Yeah. Um, next up, oh, this one was nasty. Billy Alinka and Starling Simmons. You know what was really interesting about this fight is um, Billy breaking down what happened in our Facebook group. Like how he, he was evading he those low down. clicks. Yeah. Yeah. That was and impressive. He, and he broke it down. So for those that don't, follow he said that was the well then well then um Andrew, then that fun. was then that was dumb that's that's a dumb mindset to go into a fight with and you should know better if you're going to be a professional fighter um regardless though moving on because i'm yeah. getting way too heated over this yeah not um it. no billy everybody's known like the the physical like attributes that billy um ellie Kana has right you know he's long he's rangy he's flowy he's got beautiful footwork and movement uh you know he does uh he's you know i i praise him as a very high compliment he's that next wave that's going to be the face of this sport here in the next seven eight years like he's that type of a talent is he going to go undefeated Probably not because not very many people do. I'm sure that he'll have some speed bumps along the road. I'm not saying he's invincible, but he yeah. is a special, special talent. And um and and people all his people see is the physical. But to hear him in the post fight interview talking about that was the third leg kick I checked and and he kept throwing them harder and harder, even though I was checking them. He, well, like, he didn't check it, he was moved back. 
Well, no, but he checked. Oh, in the put. That was yeah. the third one that he checked. So he does both, right? Yeah. Some of them he evaded and some of them he checked. Yeah. His fight IQ is that's high. Yeah, that, the way that, he broke it high. down. That yeah. is high level fight IQ stuff. And yeah. uh and I feel like I I can watch and I have a pretty good eye for seeing things and what's going on. But it's one thing to be able to watch from outside the cage and see, and that's why you have corners and you listen to them and stuff because you can't really see anything. Yeah. But to be in the cage and in that moment and recognizing that Breaking stuff. Breaking that. Yep. That's different. Yeah. That was impressive. Like reading that, I was like, oh, okay. Like I knew he was legit. I knew he was good. Making but- in cage reads, that's that's a different level of professionalism. That's and special. There, and I mean, it, and there, there are guys locally that, that do that as well and stuff. But I mean, I'm just... He is everything as advertised. That's I uh, and hope, hopefully hope a me. speedy, speedy recovery for Starling. Yeah, I uh, I was standing a little bit back away. I I heard what happened. I didn't catch it live, but I heard it. Yeah. So Sterling, all hopes to a speedy recovery for you, brother. Um. All right. Next up, we had Connie Carrera and Trevor Bradshaw. This was a fun one too, man. These guys. Uh, these guys were these guys were going at it. Weird ending. Really weird ending. I had to watch it a couple times to see it, exactly what Trevor got caught with because it, it was kind a of a spinning it was, back fist, yeah, it was, and, it, and it just like wobbled his equilibrium just enough that it looked really bad. And I'm sure to the ref, and that's why it got stopped. And I don't think it was a bad stoppage because of the way it just looked to everybody. But yeah. Trevor hopped right up and was fine, and it was like. He'd gotten his equilibrium back like almost it crazy. instantly. It's very, very weird. Trevor, um, he looked really good. I think that you're you're starting to see him evolve, and it it it, it was it was it was nice. It, not nice, but it was it was pretty cool to see him. You know, be a little bit more patient, picking his shots. His footwork, his movement looked phenomenal. His footwork and movement looked great. He is. And man, we, when we had him on, I said it and I, I really thought he was going to, th- this was probably the fight that I was the most wrong on where I, I, I picked, I, I, I felt like if I had to pick the fights, I felt like this was a fight that Trevor was going to win. And yeah. he, I think he was in total control and winning that fight all, all the way from my seat. I felt like Trevor was in complete control the whole time, you know, and, and until, until that happened, but he has and we had him on the podcast. I said it, even though the Mitch Ramirez fight didn't go his way in this one, he's getting better fight to fight. Like those wins will come. They're, they're coming. Yeah. Well, this I, is- Trevor, I could see Trevor being a type of guy that goes on a, like five, six, seven plus long win streak and just start rattling them off. I thought um, it was pretty awesome. Connie had his students walking him that out. Was on cool. that. That, that was, was pretty cool. cool. That was and cool. Hey, shout out to Connie. Cause he hasn't fought in, seven years yeah it was 2014 2014 hey, he comes back and with it that's hey, a big win bring bring back that last comment oh, about t wood oh there we already we are bruce bob trotter we yeah. already addressed it but if you think what woodley did was an embarrassment to uh combat sports i would love to know your credentials on fighting that's all Sorry, side note, but I yeah. I don't like comments like that. And Connie is the man, guys. Yeah, Connie's he's he's no, a stud, good fight, man. and he was dude, he's a great fight for yeah. for having a seven year layoff and coming back. And 
Hey, is there a more an intense guy in the cage than Connie? Did you see his eye? He was like freaking BJ Penn. Oh, yeah. Like he was like focused, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah he was, uh, it was a good fight. I mean, yeah, good. I, we, I praise Trevor and stuff too, but credit to Connie. Like he, he, he got the job done. And at the end of the yeah. day, he fought till the ref said stop. And, and he did a good yeah. job. Um, fighter to be a fight man educated parents for watching MMA for years do I need certification no you don't need a no you don't need to I'm just saying I, I I don't see how that was an embarrassing performance um I mean I appreciate I appreciate I, you tuning in it, it's not a dig you don't need a certification but I think that most people that do it have a little bit of respect at least of going in there and, and of going in there and, and doing what he did I I don't think in my opinion, it, it was it's an entertainment fight. It, to me, it wasn't a fight. That's the way I look at it. It I think there was more behind the scenes stuff to it. Um, but anyways, next up we had Warren Weingartner against Julius Lopez. This this was a banger too, man. Those guys were throwing down mm-hmm. and just cracking each other. Mm-hmm. There was a did you look at the fight pictures on the first page? Yeah, I did. Yeah. With, there's that one where Warren's getting punched right in the nose. It was like spot on. Yeah. That was um Julius was so game. And you got to remember, that was his pro debut, but he had 17 amateur fights. And one of those was a guy against Draco Rodriguez, who's in the UFC now. Yep. So he tested himself along the way. So he didn't have the sexiest record in the world for an amateur fight, but he was experienced and he was ready coming up from syndicate. Um, you know, he's one of those syndicate guys that they were really high on, and they fed him to a freaking monster on the ground. I mean Warren, I've seen, we've seen Warren pull guard in fights, which is like a no-no in MMA, right? You don't ever want somebody on top of you. And his jujitsu off his back is so good that like he openly welcomes it. And, uh, you know, he, he's, he's four and O as a pro and four first round finishes or four, four finishes by submission. Now, now I will say what I wanted to say. Warren versus Drew Harbertson, anybody sign me up. Sign me all the way up for that. Sign me up. Warren and Drew, wrestling versus jiu-jitsu, baby. Like, let's get it. Dominant elite wrestling versus dominant elite jiu-jitsu. The other thing I got to give Warren to is you can really see his striking has gotten a lot better as well. It has. Yeah. He had some really good kicks. He was was tough. He, I think he was rocked at least twice. Once for sure. Like where he, like the expression on his face changed for a second, man, he stood in there. He, there was blood everywhere. There was blood on our sheets. My my co-host got his uh, blood on his shirt. Like, dude, we had a we 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 had a we had a good freaking good fight all the way around. But again, once Lauren locked up the body triangle, I knew it was over. Like, I was like, I, I kept saying on the broadcast, I'm like, you can't go down with that kid. You can't go down no. with that kid. You can't go down with that kid. And they, once it went down and he took his back, I'm like, and it's over. Like. He- just a matter of time. It's over. We put up a uh, Fiji's I'm, last comment. I'm all in though on Warren and Drew. Sign oh my me up gosh. For that. Sign right? me up for that. This is Cody. Let's get it. Let's get it. What am I talking to Cody for? You, you freaking oh, make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Woodley's uh, 39 <laughs> years old. I just think people are getting too, too hyped up about a little too this MMA versus boxing. And it's like, look guys, this is, it was entertainment, man. Like he got paid, he got out there, did his thing. I I still think there was a little. There's something in the contract where it's like, hey, no, there wasn't. I think there was. No way. I think there was. No way. I think there was. You, dude, Paul was exhausted after the second round, and for him to keep going, 
props to him, but you can't tell me Woodley didn't see that. And did, I mean, with his fight IQ, I just come on, bro. But anyways, we, I don't want to talk about that anymore because that doesn't right. mean anything. Next up, my boy Joe Haro and Kesley Coward fight of the night. Um, yeah, I wore my Joe was, shirt today. I wore, I wore my Joe Haro shirt today. Hey, freaking Kesley is a warrior. Holy crap! He, I, I don't. I he, they stopped the fight. Right, it was TKO in the second round, and he still wanted to keep going. Yeah. He had to get carried out of the cage. His leg, his leg was pretty messed up, and yeah, he kept purple. he kept fighting back. He was still firing shots, um, but Joe was just he he. Obviously, I trained with him a little bit, so I I I knew what the game plan was going to be going into it, and it was exactly what he said it was. He's Joe's on another on a, just he's he's on another level right now, man. Uh, I and not on I I didn't see anything like physically that's on another level with Joel too. But like like mentality wise and how ready he was to just like and go out to execute as somebody you know I just I, I think that's that's harder than people realize to have a game plan and just like stick to it religiously like the way that he did and it paid off and it it uh, paid off in a big way like that was that was that was a that was a big 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 time I mean, performance especially with the momentum that Kesley had oh yeah. Um, having a huge L well first if he fights fierce and then what a month later he takes the LFA fight on short notice subs the guy in 44 seconds and then he comes in there and fights Joel like dude he he's still a problem oh for sure he is I mean Kesley doesn't just automatically go away he's still a two and one pro with his one loss coming to you know one of the top guys in in the region like there's yeah nothing okay. to, nothing to hang your head about at all yeah. Joel, I, I love that, um, which he's going to come and talk about, so I'll let him talk about it. But having Bobby Bobby King in his corner too, and I know he was doing some training with Bobby. I was talking about it. I was talking about it with another fighter. You know, like when you sometimes, you know, Joel's had a, has good gyms, he has good coaches, he has good training partners and stuff. But something sometimes just having a little bit of a like a fresh like look at things and some different looks and training partners, you know. I, I think it really helps. Like you, you know, when you're at those really big gyms where you have lots and lots of bodies, yeah. um, you know, that's not an issue, but, uh, you know, like, like for me, for example, at one hit, I, I, I pretty much have all the body type style yeah. that I would need. I don't really have to go anywhere to get different looks, um, where Joel's had kind of like, you know, a little bit smaller fight camp of actual fighters and then you know being at sierra mma and stuff great coaching who he has is great but it's 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 a little bit small right and so going yeah. to going up with bobby and training with somebody that's one an elite fighter like bobby king yeah getting looks from him but then training with his fight team too a little bit i think it adds an element that i think definitely has helped we're watching that joel haro evolve even more and taking you know leveling up as he's yeah. doing this which is which is awesome to see. I uh, yeah, I'm stoked to see what the what the future holds for and, Joel coming forward. And you know what? And like I said, this is this is the craziest thing about about this. And Ryan Alt with such good perspective. We talked to him a little bit after the fights. Yeah, and he said, "I don't feel like my guys lost." Yeah, Trevor Bradshaw and Kesley's like those aren't L's. Like those are really good learning experience for my guys. And oh, hundred like, percent. How I think how awesome is it that they have a coach that can keep that perspective? 
Because yeah. I can see coaches that get pretty down on guys after fights. I won't call them by name, but they get pretty down on guys after fights, you know, that they just lose. The result is a loss. And so they get down yeah. on them. And he's like, that, that was great learning experience. That's really good perspective oh. from their coach. And Kesley and Trevor, like, I mean, they're just, they're just going to grow from it as well. Yeah, 100%, man. 100%. Look to look forward to seeing both those guys back in the back in the cage. Uh, Dalton, to answer your question, it is Steven Seiler who was in the main event. Steven Seiler versus Carson Hardman. Seiler comes out, gets the takedown, gets the submission four thirty seven in the first round. That was that was impressive win. Looked about as good. He looked good. He looked good on his feet. Um. Yeah, I was I was impressed with it. I just had impressed. somebody send me this real quick. That? Look, that's Jake Paul. As oh a kid. wow! And he's like Woodley lost to this mf'er. <laughs> that's funny. Hey, that Woodley's got a funny. fat bank account this morning, though. Yeah, he does. Yeah, but yeah. um, yeah, Siler Siler's no joke, man. Sixty pro sixty plus pro MMA fights. He's no slouch, and which Carson Hartman well, knew. He's, he he said, knew it, but you know, he knew. it's like, but Carson, I, I, you know, I and I, I texted Carson after win, lose, or draw. I'm always a fan of his, and 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 to respect him, and you know that 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 was a big moment for Carson. You know, that was a big mo- moment for Carson, and and uh, last time he had a big moment moment, and he lost to Clay Collard. He rattled off a couple nice wins after that. Yeah. I would expect him to do the same after this one. Yeah. Um. So are we going to see Siler back? He didn't retire, right? No, so I see him back again too. I right? mean, I don't mean to speak out of turn, but I heard you know boxing. You know, he oh he said it on our podcast that he oh, might yeah, take he did. a boxing match. Yeah, and it sounds like he might have something lined up here shortly for that. And then, uh, you know, it, it. But no, I I don't think he's I don't think he's done. Um, COVID. Ty, Ty Freeman tested positive at weigh-ins for COVID, unfortunately, so we didn't get to see that fight. Big bummer. But all in all, man. It was it was a great night. I've lost my voice. Oh, I was going to touch on, you know what was awesome? Well, you saw where my seats were. I'm right there at the cage entrance as these guys are walking down, right? And sitting there and being able to hear Pedro talk to Joel before he went went in. Yeah. And just, it, uh, yeah. Joel's going to come on on Friday and he'll tell her. But I got to talk to him a little bit yesterday about just picking his brain about the process and what he was going through backstage and walking down. And it was funny because all Joe's tables were on both sides of the walkout. Right. So we're, we had me, but on the other side of me was his family, like his mom and everybody. So we all line up right. As before the walkouts and I could see Kesley and Ryan, I could see their shadow. They were coming in. So I'm like telling everybody, you guys know, Kesley's walking out first, right? So Kesley walks out and he's trying to give everybody high fives and nobody's giving him. High- I was the only one that stuck my hand out to give him high fives. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah, I was like, hey, you know, you know, hey. you know, it's interesting, and I and I said that on the broadcast as well as how relaxed Kesley looked looked in his body language and and everything Dude. too. Like I'm super impressed with it, like that type of demeanor. You know, like I he, I, I like that too. Like, they Charles had to catch is, him. He was trying to jump in the cage. <laughs> you know how there's the, the the commission has to check him before he gets in. Kesley tried to run right into the cage. Did you catch that? No, I didn't. I could. Oh, dude, I actually ran. couldn't see that. the 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 posts were in my vision. I couldn't see that part. They had to grab him. He literally went to just go run in the cage. He was that pumped up, like he was doing the thing with his arms, and he's flying down. It's like, yeah, to see two guys like that that are just in the moment 
It was, it was awesome, man. It was a good and, experience. But to see the different perspectives that they had on it, because like, like I said, like Joel is all business, super intense. We and talk Kesley about that. was kind of being like a little more playful and like enjoying the moment too. And it's Which like, is, it's, it's, there's not a right or wrong. It's just whatever works, but it, it was fun to see the, the, the two contrasting styles, if you will. We talk about fighters having that, um, that switch and Joel's one of those guys that he has that switch. Cause if you talk to him, he, well, other than the cauliflower ear, you, you probably wouldn't think he was a fighter. Cause he's, he's just always got this big smile on his face. And I was telling Sheree as before he walked out, I'm like, I'm nervous. You know, I'm, you know, I've been training with the guy for six months. I'm like, I'm nervous because he's a tough guy. And as soon as I saw him walking down, I, I'm like tap Sheree and I'm like, look, look at his face. And she's like, Oh shit. He's, he's ready. Like you could just see that he, he flipped the switch, man. Yeah. Yeah. Some people um, have, some people have that Cole, Cole Faust is somebody that has that Cole Faust. There's, there's a lot of local guys that have that switch. I, yeah, I don't have that and, switch. I don't fight. That's why I don't fight. Mo I don't most of them are, most of them are going places. Yeah, exactly. Like the guy. And Cole Faust. Um, should we break down some UFC? Yes. Well, um, I didn't watch all of the undercard. Um, I only caught the Sam Alvey fight on the undercard, but I'll, we'll go through and talk about who won. First up, Mana Martinez, Guido uh, Canetti. I didn't see that fight, but it went to sp split decision, which Time I don't out. think. Time what? out. We're taking a break. We're taking a little break real quick. Why? What happened? We have a, we have a, like a little guest coming in. Oh, sweet. Come on in, Tyson. So you might not hear it. What up? What up? So th this is Steel Fist 135 champ tyson roberts what's up tyson how we doing guys good tell him to tell so, him to sit down a little bit here so come in the camera squat down right real quick there you go get on the yeah get on the camera a little bit oh almost spilled the drink yeah so so tyson uh he's here at the studio and at the office what, what are you here doing i'm installing cameras for zach's insurance company i just opened my own business rob tech surveillance you okay. guys can hit me up if you ever need cameras Give my number a call, 801-645-0903, or email me at Tyson at RobTechCCTV.com. Awesome, man. Heck yeah. Yeah, so we're getting a little security here. You know, we got we got some nice stuff here. So we're getting a little 24-7 security surveillance at the office of camera. If any of you guys get funny ideas about kind of, you know, like try to steal my belt or steal some of our <laughs> Lions memorabilia. I don't think anybody wants our Lions memorabilia. <laughs> Should. Maybe the maybe the, the Barry Sanders helmet. The maybe the Barry Sanders helmet. Here, so. Hey, maybe I need Tyson to come set up my cameras because my wife bought some little cameras for our house and she tried sticking one in our bedroom. And like that's probably not a good place to stick <laughs> the camera, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me know. I got you. So yeah, heck yeah, man. Thanks, Tyson. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, we just want to give Tyson a little shout out, you know. Yeah, heck yeah. Get us you gotta gotta support uh gotta gotta support all the little guys too yeah get live we, ads yeah we do it for everybody that we like so not you jeff when's your shirt coming i don't know ask him when he's gonna order it i'll wear it so i almost posted this actually last yesterday i said i'll wear it one time and then i'm gonna choke him with it but i've realized i'm like if i post it i'm gonna choke him with it uh i'll get put back in face you're gonna get put back in facebook jail yeah so I had it typed out and then I thought about it right before I hit send. I was like, oh, that'll put me back in Facebook jail. So I didn't post it. But just so you job. know, Jeff, send me the shirt and then I'll choke you with it sometime. Good job. 
All right, back to back to UFC fight night. Um, Mana Martinez, I don't think you or I thought this was going to go to a split decision. I think we both thought Mana Martinez was going to finish him. Yeah, I actually didn't get to see that fight. Didn't see that one. You know, so I don't know if that was like a really good split decision or a bad split decision. Yeah, I'll cruise off the ones we didn't see real quick. Next, Pat Sabatini, Jamal Emmers, Sabatini, did, sweet heel cook. Did see that. Caught, caught that one. J.J. Aldrich and Vanessa Demopoulos went to unanimous decision, which we, we knew that we was going to happen. That was uh, Dustin, too, too soon for Vanessa. Dustin Jacoby, Darren Stewart. I think we both were on that. We're I don't know if we over. thought it was going to be a finish in the first no, round. No, no, I, I think, I think I said, I, you, you were trying to give like Stewart a little bit of a shot here, and I was just like, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't think there was any way. I was all over it, but I thought Stewart would have been durable enough. I, I figured he would cruise to it. I think I. What I said was he would cruise to a unanimous decision. Yeah. But put him down. Good for him. Hey. Next up, Wellington Thurman and Sam Alvey went to split decision. That was a, I did just watch that before we came on air. And Thurman had two points deducted from him in the third round. For eye pokes. Two. For eye pokes. Two. The one was a little suspect, but then literally not even 30 seconds later, he did it the exact same thing again. So you ready for this? Yeah. Not popular opinion. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. I I think the second time should have been a DQ. Well, I, if you see it, if you watch it, yeah, I mean, it's it because the first I, one was dude, like two thousand of two thousand a fight. You I, can't I, tell I, me that that's not good, dude. But the first one was very suspect. Like it was very. Even the announcers were like, "What?" But then when he did it again, they started saying over the air, "They're like, okay, now I see why." Because he literally just did the same thing again, but it was worse. The second time was a lot worse, so it just I, made the first one more. I I don't think it should have been DQ. I, I think I, I think two fouls should equal a DQ. How's that? Two point deductions for the same thing in the same round. Yeah. If if you know what you know what that is that's but there has to be deduction. some human there has to be some human interaction there. Like that's too in that situation. I'm not saying I don't disagree with you because I think if it was too like blatant, like Ooh, eye pokes, bro, bro. Time out. Just watch sport? it. Time out. Is this sport? Yeah. Okay. Dude, those, those bad eye pokes, you're all, you could alter people's vision for the rest of their I, life. I get it. Watch, watch it. And I think you'll have a different perspective of it. I, I don't hate Maybe you won't, but I, I, I don't hate that. They let it continue. Okay, I'm going to watch now, it. If it would have been, if it would have been too, like, like the second one, where they were that bad, I would say yes. But I here's think, the I don't I don't care about the first one if he's willing to do the second one. Does, yeah. does that make sense? Like no, I get if it. he made the first mistake and then he made it even worse the second time, that means yeah. that he doesn't get the benefit of the doubt for it being not that bad for the I, first one. I see what you're saying. I, I just I, I I don't think it should have been stopped. His now Sam Alvey's cut was something that they probably they said you could he said you could see the bone. Oh, it was nasty. You know, Dustin Crawford thinks thinks DQ too. See, I I just the first one was just it didn't look intent. It didn't seem intentional. Well, to so me. that's so why I'm. That's why I'm not. Should have not had a point taken away then. I, because if I, it should, if that's what, if that's what, so if that's what you're saying, then then I'm okay with it, right? If it's it was accidental, they don't take a point away. Okay, that's fine. But I'm saying if you commit two fouls, it takes a point away. Like. I think yeah. that should be an automatic DQ. I, I don't hate it. I, I I don't hate it. I just when I watched it, I just didn't think it would warrant it a DQ. But he still got the win. Wellington still gets the win because I, I watched the fight. 
I was thinking when I saw the scorecards, I'm like, how the hell did he lose getting two freaking points taken from him? But I thought Wellington won the first. I thought he won the second. So he's up two rounds. And what do you got? 28, 27? Uh, 28, 27. That, um, the one judge, the one judge that gave it to Alvy had Alvy winning the third round. So that means Terman had a, uh, it was a 10, seven. So, but I don't think, I don't think Alvy won that third round. I thought, I thought Wellington did more damage in that third round, but that's, and obviously I, I bet on Sam Alvy. Like I wanted, we were rooting for Sam Alvy, but being objective. You interacted with me on TikTok. I'm not objective here. I wanted Sam Alvy to win. I I 100% did. Um, I love Sam. Such a labor strength from both guys. No, we're, we're working up 10th round. We're, we're almost there. We're, we're screaming through that card. We talked about the uh, local fierce fights first. Um, Next up, we have Abdul Razak Al-Hassan and Alessio De Sirico. Man, were we wrong on this one? Like, way wrong. Have we ever been this wrong on a fight ever? Where a guy just gets stone cold knocked out? Yeah, real cool. The other guy? No, no. Because he sucked so bad at his last performance. So, I just want to note. We our YouTube subscription dropped by one. I think Bruce got a little butthurt about asking for his his uh, fight fan credentials. That's hilarious. To me. I don't know. Bruce, I, so. I hope not. I hope that's you're I still here. And you know what? Maybe you can even come on sometime and we can have a conversation about it. But if you, if it is him and he unsubscribed from it, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think so. But put your big boy pants on. Let's have a conversation about it, big baby. Um, <laughs> I but love, yeah, I love this. I love doing this. How did you, what did you think of Al Hassan's head kick knockout? Well, good for him. It's about time. You look like hot garbage in your last fight. And then you do, you do that. So like, so here's the question. So what, are, so what is he? What is he? The next time he fights, what do we expect from him? I don't know. I don't A know. Highlight knockout or just. Somebody that looks like uh, our boy Dan Trujillo that can't go three rounds. It's hard to say. All I know is I'll probably fade him in the next fight too until he proves me wrong. He's got to do at least twice. I'll probably just not touch it. I probably won't fade him. I'll probably just not touch the next. Oh, I'm fading it hard because you know he's going to be a big favorite after that knockout. I'm fading that hard. I like hard. That's a a veteran betting maneuver there, Jason. (laughs) That's what you know. What that's what that's what old people with gray beards do. They learn from their mistakes. They learn from their mistakes. Seasoned and no knee jerk reactions. Hey, before I announce this next fight, I wish we were in studio today because you, sir, should be wearing the genie hat. You should be wearing the genie hat. I would go full on annoying, like know it all or whatever but i didn't pull the trigger and i didn't officially pick gerald Merchart. but i pretty much called that to a t you called it to a t i this is probably the first time in a year and a half that you've actually called the fight to the t just saying stop it i'm usually the one wearing the genie hat you're not you you stop it (laughs) oh dustin doesn't know about the genie hat yet oh don't worry justin it's coming on here in about Four more fights when I break yeah, it down. You Don't worry. How, you see how stupid he looks on. in it. <laughs> it's coming on. Stay tuned. It's coming, baby. Gerald, hey, that was a fun fight. I did watch that fight. 
I did. I watched that. It's fun. But Gerald Burchard is a stud because he was getting rocked in that first round. I thought he was done. Yeah. That's where I was like, I can't take too much. Like I'm the man. Cause that was really close to getting finished. The ref said fight back. I think two or three different times. Yeah. Yeah. That was, but Hey, he, that's a he big was, win, man. Cause that Miradoff guy, that Miradoff guy was, he's highly touted. He's, he's, uh, his manager is uh, Floyd Mayweather. Oh, really? Yeah. He's on the Men- Money Mayweather team. Wow. If I would have known that, I would have gone in with Gerald Marchant. How about that? Yeah, because what does he know about MMA? Right? Checking well, checks or anything. I don't care. We're not, we don't bet against the Russians. I'm still sticking with it. Dude, but Gerald Marchant, like, dude, what a gangster. Like, seriously, you're the biggest yeah. dog on the card. You're a vet. GM3. And he, that was his 28th career victory by submission. And man, like, man, it was one of those where he had this. And then when he switched to this, the torque on his body, dude, that was, was tight. Nasty. Uh, next up, we had uh, Andre Petrosky and Michael Gilmore. Gilmore coming in on short notice and he put on a fight, man. He tried, I think, but dude, Petrosky's legit. He's a, yeah. Petrosky's yeah, he's no a, joke. Um, Petrosky is no joke. That's the type of guy. You know what was fun? Did you listen to his post fight interview after? I didn't catch all of it. He's like, yeah, there's fights for me at 185 or 170. He's going to do the Chimaev thing where he can try. He thinks Ooh. he can bounce back and forth. He's got the body for it. He's a big guy. Like he's a big. He's a big dude. I, yeah, I what was mean, that? Was, this one was 185. He could. He could. He could lean down a little bit and go to 170. I could see that. Whew. He's got the frame for it. Man, he'd be a big 170 or two, six foot, 73 inch reach. He could. He could be a problem. I think. I think he is going to be a problem with his wrestling. Good fight IQ too. Um, next up a fight we were dead wrong on D rod and Kevin Lee. I oh. slept on, I slept on, on D rod and I'm not what? No, 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 I, I'm not that mad at it. I'm not mad at our pick. You don't think we missed something with D rod? No, I think we missed something to think that Kevin Lee wouldn't just like wrestle him. Like he should have. He tried. He couldn't. He took him down in the first round, but in the second and third, he couldn't. We got I think swept that, I, in the second round, right? I think he, just, the, he took I, him down and got swept. He took him down and got swept. And got up. Like he, He's not a 170-er. But he's not. He's opinion. too big for 155. Well, then go to Bellator. You know what? Go to bare knuckle. <laughs> go, to bare, <laughs> go to bare knuckle. You're a dick. Uh, Dude, D- D-Rod's always training at- muscle off. Here's the thing. Here's where I'm yeah. going to bash on Kevin Lee. Okay. When you get you keep to the talking because I got to take a potty break. Oh gosh, Jason, this potty break is brought to you by Squarespace. No, here's the thing: if you're D Rod, I wonder if Jason can still hear me. If you're Kevin Lee and you face, you go like face to face with somebody at the face-offs, you know, the night before, and you look him up and down, and you go, "Hmm, small." You have to win the next night. You absolutely have to win the next night or else you look ridiculous. And unfortunately, Kevin Lee kind of, to me, looks ridiculous. He He's the type of person that he kind of bugs me and he kind of irritates me. And he's not as good as he thinks he is, which is I understand he's an elite athlete. He has to have that mentality and that mindset. But it's like, man, like, can we get a better performance from a guy that like, thinks he's the man could you hear me yeah i got my am i wrong am i wrong no you're not wrong you're spot on 
No, you're like, spot on with it. Like, if you're going to look somebody up, up, up and down <laughs> and call them small at the face-offs, and like you said, can't even wrestle them in the third round, like, what are you doing? Reality check, bro. Shave a little bit of muscle off and comfortably make 155 the right way then. I'll bet you somebody at the UFC PI can help you with that. Yeah. So what's next for D-Rod? Does he, is he in the rankings? He should be, doesn't he? He How about him? How about him and Sean Brady? Since Kevin Lee was supposed to play Sean Brady. So how about D-Rod and Sean Brady? So before I was like back and forth and I was kind of leaning towards Sean Brady. If Kevin Lee and Sean Brady fought now, I am 1 million percent on Sean Brady. Yeah. Um, The other thing that I would say is uh, D-Rod and Sean Brady. That's a good fight. Let's do that. I like it. Let's do that. Give it to us. You know what I like about D-Rod too is like, like he said, he's like, I'll be that guy. I'll be that dog. You can call me anytime, anywhere. I'm always ready to go three rounds. Like he's not a guy that gets out of shape between fights and needs time to get in shape or whatever. He's like, I'll take short notice fights. I don't care. He's not a small 170 or either. He's a big, he's a big 170. He's, he's a big, big body. Like he's like, what about like D-Rod? Yeah, he's six. He's six one. He's a big Training down in Vegas now too. Made the move down syndicate. there to train with Syndicate, so he's got some bodies. Like he's gotten better each time we've seen him. He's gotten a little bit better too. I, I'm actually I'm starting to get on that D Rod train a little bit. I'm starting to become a yeah. believer. Not gonna lie, Kevin I'm, Lee's I'm, a good win, and Kevin Lee. That was the first time though that I really think he lost to somebody that I'm like, if you're elite, you probably, probably should have won that fight. Should have won that fight. And you do. Um, all right, next up, the Ultimate Fighter 135 finale was Ricky Tercios against Brady Highstand. We that was a fun that. fight. It was yeah, really was a fun. fun. Fight. Well, I, I would say split decision. Split decision. It was a close fight. It was a really yeah. close fight. Fun fight. Uh, but, dude, Ricky's the weirdest guy I've ever seen in the UFC. What was he singing? Leonard Skinner after? Freebird? Was that what he was singing afterwards? Two minutes. He made everybody sit there and listen to him sing for two minutes. Doesn't he... he who does he train with? He trains with uh, Yanez, Alex right? Alex, Alex Moreno. Moreno. Alex Moreno. That's right. That's right. Does him him and Tony Ferguson? They don't train together, do they? Or do they? No. Because Tony commented on his thing on on his win, and I'm thinking they're no. kind of a lot alike. They're in that similar kind of cuckoo, <laughs> but he can fight. So, oh, he can fight. He can fight. Hopefully, um, he can fight. But good, he's a weird cat. That's for sure. Good. Shout out to Ricky. Good, good, good win on there. Uh, Brian Battle in the 185 UFC uh, Ultimate Fighter middleweight. You had Brian Battle fighting Gilbert Urbina. I missed on Urbina that took that fight on short notice. Yeah, I missed on that one. And I thought he could, he, he did all right, but uh, Brian, they were, they were throwing down in the first round too. Yeah, they were. Brian Battle, he's only been trading for five years. That's crazy. Now he's ultimate fighter winner. What a what a freaking athlete. Like, dude, I've been training for four. <laughs> this is where equality and gender equality and all this stuff gets thrown out the window. And this is where I, this is what I'm talking about. Like, all people aren't created equal to do equal things and do everything. Point in case, Brian Battle, supremely talented, supremely gifted, good work ethic, everything. Look where he's gone in five years. Like, it's holy crazy. cow. Most human yeah. beings can't do that, folks. All right, so we get to the main event. Dustin, he asked for the genie hat. Whatever. Wait. 
this is what happens when you pick the fight and you nail it and Zach doesn't listen to you. You have to break out the genie hat. And it was a, hey, how about this? This is a bad ref stoppage. How about that? That was not a bad red stoppage. Yeah, Edson was no. fighting back. No, he was, he was getting his ass whooped. How dare you put on that genie hat after Edson gets screwed by the ref like that? You need to get a genie hat too, because you were. I'll give it to you. You were you were spot on on the GM three. Even though you didn't pick it, I still have to give you credit on that one. But Gige, holy crap, dude! What do you think about him and Max? Do you think Max just works him? Because yeah. I don't. I think I don't. Max works everybody. I don't. Dude, come I'm going to say it right now on the come podcast. On. You're I'm telling you. Go I, rewatch uh, Max and Calvin Cater. Go rewatch Max Calvin Cater. little recency bias mm-hmm. on your part. Gige is not Calvin Cater. You know what? How about you know what the fight is? Calvin Cater and Gige. I, That's I the think, fight. I think Gige pieces him up. I, I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now, he's legit. What gotta, is what is that? Six in a row now in the UFC. Six in a row, right? Am I wrong? Oh, he's good. He's really One, good. One, two, three, four, five, seven wins in a row. He beats oh, give Barbosa. him a title shot then. Give him a title. No, I'm not shot. saying title shot, but that's seven wins in a row. That's I mean, where's this guy? Did, did the he's rankings really come out yet? Are the he's rankings really up? really good? He's he's ten. He just beats Barbosa. Seven and zero. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. Seven and zero. Okay. He's good. he just beats Barbosa, so he's in the top ten now, right? Cater, I like it. Give him Cater. Cater. I was gonna say, I, I'm not. I'm not saying Cater beats him. I'm not saying anything. Yeah. I'm just saying I think it's a dogfight, and I don't think I don't think Giga just mops through him the way that you're suggesting that he would. I think he does. You're silly. I really want to see the Max fight. I really do. Dude, he's a problem. Gigi's a problem. You're literally, you're literally being like, yeah, I want to see the Max fight. Max is the best one forty-fiver of all time. Calm your tits. He's not the champ. He's, he's my the champ. champ. He's my champ. It's not my champ. Not, <laughs> not my champ. Um, it's not my champ. No. Okay. He. Okay. I. I. Even though I think I would love to see the fight with Max, I do think one more step. If he beats a guy like Cater, well, then well, that that's what I'm saying is. Why? Why the rush to give him? See, no, maybe right. it's too much too soon. But yeah. that's why there's levels, right? Like that's why you bring it up. Calvin Cater is the perfect opponent for him now. I like it. That's I perfect. Like oh, that's and, good. I, and whether he ekes out a, a split decision or knocks him out, either way, then you could say, "Cool, now give him Max." And was, great call out. That you should be calling for the top. I mean, who? Good job. I'm just I'm just looking at who has knocked out Barbosa like that. Gaethje knocks him out with a right hook. At 155, though. Yep. He got a uh, cut from the Kevin Lee fight and had to be stopped in the fifth round. Other than that, got Stars choked by Ferguson. I don't think we've ever seen him lose like he lost to Gige. Nobody's – well, that, I mean, part of the reason why I picked Edson is, right, is nobody's actually beaten Edson in a kickboxing match before. I mean, have we seen him wrestle? Like, what's have we seen him? Why don't we just get Volk right now? Sorry, Brian Ortega, move over. Giga's jump into the front of the line. Uh, Ortega might be the champ. 
Let's see. He could very well be the champ after all. You know, done. You, you know what the firework fight is? What's that? Giga and Yair Rodriguez. Those little kit, those little kick happy buggers. Isn't uh Yair supposed to fight um Arnold Allen? Dan Ige? Like, dude, he could fight all those guys. Arnold Al- Arnold Allen's a good fight for him, too. I don't know. Anybody in that top ten. The only one that I think he absolutely smokes unquestionably is Josh Evans. I'd like to see him in there with more of a wrestler-heavy guy to see how he does. You know what? F it. Battle Royale, featherweight division, throw them all in there. Get him in there. Just get him in there. This is a freaking fun weekend of fights. Oh, we had a blast. Are you kidding me? Oh, and then UFC 268 was announced. <laughs> what? Hey, take my money. Take my money. Let's pull up that card real quick. <laughs> UFC 268, right? Yeah. I mean, sorry. Usman, yeah, Covington. Usman Covington, main event. You got Rose and Whaley for the co-main. Which I'm not super happy about, by the way. I know you're not. I don't. Who else gets it? Who else gets the title shot? Who would why, you give it to? Why can't Whaley and Joanna fight for a number one contender? For the rematch of the, like, you know what I mean? Do you hate I, that? I would rather see Whaley get, I, I. Do you hate that? I don't hate it. But I don't hear Whaley getting a rematch I, either. Here's what I this it's the principle. And I understand each division's in a different state. And Julian yeah. Julian Ruiz made a good point. They're in a different state. And he's not wrong by saying that. But the principle of Stipe is God to the UFC heavyweight division, right? Yeah. Defends his title more than anybody, more title defenses than anybody. And I, you know, it's awesome. But then freaking Wei Li wins it, loses it her next fight, and gets an immediate rematch. Oh, the Tigers pitcher just took the, a pitch right back off the chin. Oh, no way. Ouch. Still 3-2? Yeah. Come on. Come on, Tigers. He just Pull took through. The, he just threw that pitch, and that ball came right back and caught him on the chin. Oof. Oof. Good That's chin. That's not good. Good chin. But you know, you know what I mean? Like, Or or why not do the Carla Esparza fight? She she's, earned it. She's... Isn't she fighting? Uh, I thought she had somebody. No, monster. she earned it. She looked great in her last fight, and she called she, for it. And she has a win over Rose Nama Yunus. You know, UFC China. There's there's a the UFC uh, the PI Institute coming up over there. Okay, give her the then, shot. I don't hate it. Give her the I shot. don't hate it. Stop it! Like you're throwing her a bone just because she's from China. It's oh, stupid. You know, That's dumb. Inter- I mean, I mean, business. Sure. Okay. And if you're saying we're doing this as a business decision, then I get it. But as far as earning it and rankings, I don't like it. I, I, I do not like it. I'll, I I have to agree with that. Because if you're a um, champion and you're you you need at least to have defended your title successfully a handful of times, maybe not five, but like you know two three times, you lose. And if you lose, there should be criteria for rematches. I think. Here's the thing. Was there any question who is the better fighter at the end of their first fight? Zero. Did Rose get lucky? Nope. No. She freaking set up a front kick and flatlined her. Flatlined her. And we cashed heavy on that. Doug Rose. Fine. You know what? We'll cash heavy again. I I hope they make Rose a dog again in that fight. So 
oh, that's going to happen in New York too. So yes, that's the co-main is. event. And yes, if that wasn't is. good enough for you, you got Justin Gaethje and Michael Chandler <laughs> next after that. Before and that. I and I, you're right. And I and I was thinking about I'm like that should be a main event like five rounder. But I'm like, let's be honest, is that going to be on three rounds anyways? Probably not. So I, I'll I'll pull back off that a little bit. Uh, Chandler's okay. going night night. You got that fight right. Well, Chandler's then you got Sean Strickland and Luke Rockhold after that. This is before I'm going down, I'm right? All in on Sean Strickland in that fight. If it if you're still not happy, you got Frankie Edgar and Marlon Vera. I'm not happy with that fight. Edmund Edmund Shabazian against Nasruddin Imabov. Imabov. Jermaine Duram Ram Demi against Irene Eldana. That's a good fight. Mm. Oh, you want more? You got Al I Al Iaquinta and Bobby Green. That's a fun fight. <laughs> That's actually Dude, this, a really fight. That's that is just a sick card. The last three I named off were all prelims. The main event starts with Frankie Edgar and uh, Marlon Vera. Dude, what you know, a freaking card, I, man! Can I just ask real quick? What, yeah. what, what is Frankie Edgar still fighting for? I don't know. I don't like this fight for him. I either. don't like it at all for it. <laughs> I saw some people trying to say that they like it. I I don't like that dude, fight. Chico's for him. Chico's a dog, dude. He is a dog. Yeah. Who do you, who do you, well, I already know who you got. I was going to say, who do you got in Colby, Colby and Usman? I'd love to be able to make an argument for Colby, but I just can't. I, I, I want to. I think Usman's the pound for pound best fighter on the planet right now. Uh, yeah. I, if Colby yeah. upsets this version of Kamara Usman, that trilogy fight will be <sighs> just. I just, after watching oh. that first fight, I just don't think, I don't think he has the power to finish him. Because he doesn't finish people with power. He finishes them with volume, like the and, Diaz st- style. And the way that hey. Usman's striking has gotten better. What? What happened? Hey, next, next pay-per-view. Nick Diaz is back. Is he? Him and Robbie is- Lawler the next pay-per-view, 266. Oh, dude, this card this weekend's pretty good too. Yeah. Derek Brunson, Darren Till, Tom Aspinall, Sergey Spivak. David dude, the Aspinall Spivak fight is a good fight for the heavyweight division. That's a really, really big fight. Clear Roundtree. Uh, I like Clear Roundtree. Patty the Batty making his UFC debut. That guy is a fat little turd. I he's hope he freaking gets hilarious. He he's he is he's basically the Paul brother Paul brother's midget little sibling. That's I basically what he is. But he could fight. He could actually really fight though. I want to know why Luigi Venderamini is the Italian stallion, but he's from Brazil. Maybe his heritage little, is from. I'm a little Italy. confused. Well, it's like uh, it's like Paul Felder was the Irish dragon. Oh yeah, and he's just, yeah American. He just kind of ran with it. He just ran with it. I think your name's Luigi and you just go Italian, right? Italian, yeah. You kind of got to run with it. If he just walk out in a plumber suit, he could just <laughs> rock it all the A green plumber suit, you could just rock it out all the way. Hit all the stereotypes. Oh, Dude, what a fun weekend. Glad that I got my voice weekend. back after screaming all night Saturday. Every fight was great on that fierce card. Great. And we'll, and we'll be in Vegas this weekend. Going to Vegas this weekend. We got Steel Fist coming up in a couple weeks. Oh man, that card's Still. gonna be 
We're gonna. Hey, if you guys are on that Steel Fist card, we say it again. If you don't hear from reach us, out please us. reach out to us. We will get you guys on. I promise. We 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 want you to come on, but we can. We only have so many hours in the day to reach out to people. And you know, and if you guys didn't see, we have the other half of the main event coming on. Um, Michael Aston yeah. thir- Thursday afternoon. Yeah, we had Blake on last week. That was a great, fun interview. Yeah, there's a lot of good fights on there. A lot of good fights on that card. Oh man! Hey, shout out to Contender Clothing, man. Check out the Contender Cobra Kai shirt. Contender Clothing. I got my straight my hat. My hat. Yeah, take off that stupid genie hat and rep Contender Series. Contender. Boom! How about the Contender Roman hooking it up? And I'll do that. that. So okay, funny little funny little side note. That is dope. It's pretty dope, isn't it? Funny little side note. I had somebody reach out and they're like, dude, what is this? I'm like, it's my buddy's fight shirt. Yeah. And he says, dude, it, it looks like he's like I, that's what Sharif said too. That's what he's it's telling just, me. He's like, he's like, is his butt cheek hanging out, or is he like old and like an old guy with some saggy, you know, undercarriage? Or yeah, like what? And I'm like, no, it's his glove. And then I looked at it, I went and looked in the mirror and looked at it. I'm like, yeah, we that, that design could have got a little better. It kind of does. Yeah, we'll change it up for that. But it's time. hilarious. It's yeah. hilarious. Shree was like, what is that? What the? At, at first, I thought shorts. And then I was like, no, it's his glove. If you see the picture, it's on Sierra Martial Arts Academy. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's on their their uh, window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's dope. It's dope. <sighs> and, I'll, it? and I will just say this. Little teaser. What? Little teaser. If you are looking to go to fights in the month of October, we have Steel Fist Fierce back-to-back weeks. And I happen to know who's headlining the Fierce card. And I happen to know that there are going to be some big, big names on the Steel Fist card. So just mark your calendars right now for the last two weekends of the month. We know the headliner for the Steel Fist too. Are we supposed to say that yet? No, but we know who it is, or it's going to be. We think we know. We're pretty sure we know. Pretty sure we know. Don't ask. I won't tell. Neither will you. No, we're not telling. We're not telling. But But just plan on going to fights back-to-back weekends. Because it's going to be sick. Ooh. Yeah. Exciting, man. Is that it? Are we done for the day? Yes. That was fun. I think we got everything that we needed, right? Yeah, we covered everything. Covered it all. We'll be back on I, Friday. Hey. Here, I have a question for you. I do what? have one question for you. Um, man, does anybody else think that uh, the Ultimate Fighter has lost its its draw? That was the most. That was the least interested I've been in the Ultimate Fighter in the last. Five I wasn't years. interested in it at all. I'm more interested in the Contender Series than I am Ultimate Fighter now. Yep, I was gonna say. I think. I think Contender Series stole that momentum, dude. Which it's back on on Tuesday tomorrow night. Yes. Hey, hey, just so you know, Tiger's only down three two going to the bottom of the ninth. Let's go. Let's get it. T- we're going Detroit. What? Detroit. Hey, quick before we get off. Brunson or Till? I know we're going to record on Friday, but you got to give me a quick pick. Um, I'm going to go Darren Till for sure on this. Till? You're going Till, huh? I, I like right. Darren Till. I don't hate it. Best I don't hate it. in the game. Hopefully Friday, if all goes well, we're going to be recording in studio on Friday. If all goes well. Got the video camera. Just got to get it all set up. Get it all linked to my computer. 
and we're going to rock and roll. See you guys on Friday. Yep. Oh, Jake Paul shirt coming soon. Good doing business with you, Zach. I'll wear it one time. And then whatever happens to it after that, it's on you, dog. See you guys hey, Friday. What? Actually, Thursday with Michael Lasky. Oh, Thursday, Michael Lasky, two o'clock, right? Noon. Noon? Is it noon or two? I don't know. We'll post noon. it. It's on Thursday. I posted it. I posted oh, did it. You? Oh, I haven't looked in at the, my phone. In the, September 2nd at noon. Sweet. Holla. See you guys on Thursday. We out. Boom.